Tired of your boring t-shirts? Check out SoSickClothing.co for some fun t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. That's SoSick, spelled S-O-E-S-I-C, clothing.co. Use code SHELLSHOCK at checkout to get 50% off your order to get your goods cheaper and help us out in the long run. SoSickClothing.co, that's S-O-E-S-I-C, clothing.co, using code SHELLSHOCK at checkout to get 15% off your order. Don't you ever wonder how Slash can be all those places at the same time? It's because he's made up. He's Don't spoil it for the kids, Marty. It's up to parents to decide when to tell their children Slash ain't real. Dad, is Slash real or make-believe? Oh, dear. Clyde's asking about Slash. Ooh, well, the day had to come. Clyde, the truth is, Slash isn't a person. He's more like a feeling in your heart, you know? Slash isn't real. Get out of here. Clyde, sometimes people like to pretend with make-believe characters. He's not really a lie. He's like a... He's like love. People all over the world dress up like Slosh and have different names for Slosh. The Dutch call him Wunterslosh. He's made up and people dress like him and pretend to be him to their kid. Break out your mixtapes, break out your blank CDs, your sharp pens, your hairspray, your fucking... Girls, girls, girls. That's a whole different uh, glam rock band. Motley Crue. I bet you I could get my mom to do a podcast on Motley Crue. Can't lie. I can't. Well, I think I'm back. This is the totally first episode. At least first canon first episode. Everything else was totally not recorded before. First episode in continuity, guys. In continuity, totally. It's, I couldn't think of a... Totally. even Even though Joe completely shat on this, I said I couldn't think of a better way to open a series than Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction, which Joe said, fuck you. Here's a couple albums. Joe's a Nirvana guy, too. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, I would have opened with Nirvana. Oh, you know, you know. now that I think about it, no, I would not have opened with Nirvana because I would have opened with Nirvana. <laughs> I See, of course, you know me, I'm the biggest fucking Chris Cornell guy, too, so it's like, I would have opened with that, but it's like, when you brought up the Slash bands, I'm like... Appetite of Destruction is a perfect first episode. I, I mean, <laughs> I can't... I don't know why. It's just... It's perfect. Because after that, we have Slipknot and then Black Flag. <laughs> so it's like... It's two different things. And then I cannot... I can't remember the episode uh, that the pilot I did with Dylan, which you'll probably hear if you pay. <laughs> pay yeah. a dollar for it on Patreon. Yeah, you monkeys. Because uh, me and Dylan are going to re-record that shit. Because uh, I was fucking terrible. Because, like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. What, what? There's still no format. It's just, it. I'm more confident. <laughs> Comfortable, probably, is a better word. I should have done it with you guys. That I, I told you this on uh, Messenger. By the way, I'm Greg from uh, The Shell Pod. That's Zach from Drunk in Your House. number one fan. Yeah, he's, um... Aficionado. Oh, yeah. Anything slash-related, tweet him. <laughs> At Noir1930 on Twitter. Anything but Rule 34. Please don't. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Were you on Rule Thirty Four and looking up Guns and Roses? <laughs> Not me. But okay, let's say you tell you tell somebody. Oh yeah, tweet them anything about that. It's like, oh, I'm gonna get Rule Thirty Four just on my timeline. Yeah, look. that's not something I want. No thanks. <laughs> Sometimes you get bored. You're on a porn site and you're half and you're lazy, but at the same time you want to jerk off. But then you got like, I want to have fun, and you just type in random shit just just to see what comes up. Like, uh, and then that's how you find out about the Craig and Tweak fan fiction from South Park, <laughs> which I love because they actually made it a thing in the show. <laughs> South Park doesn't give 
fan service. I love even South Park gives us fan service. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh god, fucking weird fan service aside. Gun- so this album. This album, yeah. And like, I was thinking about this. I talk- I brought up Chris Cornell. I noticed there's a lot of people. There's that one guy in music everybody obsesses over. So there for you with Slash. Am I there's, wrong? There's a couple. Okay. Like, um, Slash is the big one, but, uh, you know, up until recently, I really dug Corey Taylor. Um, who else? Amy, like, Amy, I got into Amy Winehouse after she died, which is a weird thing. People are like, what's oh. wrong with you? Actually, no, actually, that's not wrong. Because, like, how many people got into that little peep dude after he died? How many people got into Freddie Mercury after he died? That's true, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's other, like, there's certain people that I just gravitate towards. And the weird thing, so here's the origin of how my slight obsession happened with this guitar player. Um, so 2006, right? VH1 Rock Honors. Mm-hmm. The tribute to Kiss. And there's a super group with Ian... Scott Ian from uh, fucking Anthrax, Ace Fraley, Rob Zombie, Slash, Gilby Clark, Tommy Lee, and they all do a cover of fucking uh, God it, of Thunder. Is it wait? Is this like a legit super group, or is this just like a one night? It thing? was a one. It was a one night thing okay. because Godsmack did a tribute melody to Judas Priest, and there was some. There was another Queen. Because Queen showed up with Fred, the fuck is his name, or Paul something. Oh, know. Paul Rogers. Yeah, that was yeah, that was yeah. Paul, Paul Rogers and Queen. And then I think, no, that was Def Leppard. All American Rejects did a god awful cover of Photograph for Def Leppard's oh. VH1. God, it was garbage. But anyway, not the point. That so was... Slash was a dude in a hard rock cafe and camo fucking pants, and I was like, yeah, top he's got a top hat that's cool my dad's like yeah that's slash i was like oh okay i wore a top hat at school for the longest time (laughs) i actually gotta show it to you it's like my ex made it for me it's a custom it's got all these fucking things there's like a little hello kitty guy on the front Mm -hmm. it's got like a rainbow like band around there's like chains and like bobby pins and spikes and there's a skull on the side you want to know the origin of the top hat sure so in 85 something like that 86 something like that somewhere in there in the late 80s so they're gonna go do a gig right and slash is like i need something to stand out so he goes into the shop that they used to go to all the time and just steals a top hat he steals it? Steals the top hat. And then, you know, the little metal circles that go around the, the top hat? Yeah. Um, it was a belt from that same shop. So he stole the hat and the belt. Did he ever pay them back eventually? No. no? He uh, ended up losing that, that <laughs> hat at some gig. I forget. I was oh. waiting for this to turn into a, I then came back and gave them a million dollars. Fun fact, too. Well... You should really just read his biography because it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I gotta Slash, look at that. As a child, as a thirteen-year-old child, stole a fucking inflatable raft that was inflated from Toys R Us. Why? Because <laughs> someone dared him to. Of course. <laughs> 
like it's kind of fucking amazing and there's all kinds of good shit in this book Really what was that one super group that had like the drummer from Guns N' Roses? I'm trying to find it. It was one of those I sent you the image of them. I'm like, this was a thing, and you're like, I guess. <laughs> and Donald's like, I vaguely remember them, but it was like one is of those it flop Steven groups. Steven Adler or is it uh, Matt Sorum? I don't know. I it was like Guns N' Roses. There was a guy from Guns N' Roses. There was a guy from Metallica. There was a guy from. I don't. If I, if I, I wish I could just remember the fucker's name, the fucking singer's name, and where he was from, but I can't think of it. I'm sure someone's screaming at the top. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I'm gonna look up. Apparently, it wasn't good. Yeah, no, it was. It flopped hard. It only lasted like two years or a year. <laughs> like it was bad. I'm gonna look up the Loudwire like top ten worst supergroups, because like I, one of them had like Ted Nugent and like. Some guy from Skid Row, another guy from Slayer. It's like, oh, that's not my fucking. The only supergroup that I know of is like Chicken Foot, and that's got, I think it's got Joe Satriani, and uh, <clears throat> what's his name, Sammy Hagar, and somebody else. Ugh. Supergroups are an interesting subject, though. Well, isn't is it Genesis? I think Genesis is a supergroup. I think they are too, yeah. Rush too. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Rush is considered a supergroup. I know um I'm trying to remember. I f I didn't realize uh uh Temple of the Dog was a supergroup till I learned about Mother Love Bone. Hmm. So um no, oh, I think I found them. Yep, found them. Okay, I just gotta get in it. Rockstar Supernova. Oh Jesus. Metallica, Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses. No, you don't you know who uh, they are? Nope. That's funny. Didn't give a shit. That's hilarious. I was listening to like the one of the songs they were performing, and I was like, this this sucks. <laughs> yeah. This sucks ass. It sucks yeah. hard. Uh, drummer Tommy Lee, bassist Jason Newstead, guitarist Gilby Clark, and singer Lucas Rosie. Yep, don't know that. Well, I know Gilby Clark. I was going to say, is that the dude? Yeah. Uh, That's Izzy's replacement. Ex-Guns N' Roses. For a guitarist. Yeah. The band was formed during the second season of the Rockstar reality TV series, which was titled Rockstar Supernova. I thought it was going to be Celebrity Rehab. Oh, <laughs> oh no, because fucking Celebrity Rehab, <laughs> Stephen Adler was on there, and fucker was recorded doing heroin in the bathroom. Good job. <laughs> like, it's not funny, but... It's hilarious. <laughs> Rockstar's doing hair? No. Hair, yeah. <laughs> doing the her. <laughs> but, yeah. So, this, so they went, so this is Guns N' Roses' first album, right? Yep. And this is their, and they went a few years before finally being able to release one, because at the time, doing an album was a fucking pain in the ass. Sure. Um, no, it was the, like, they got signed, and all that stuff, and then... So, basically, they were all on shoestring budgets. Or they got their forward, but they all blew it on drugs or something. Of course. I haven't read or his biography in a while, but when? They, they, got a, they got a pay. So When was it discovered that Axl Rose is a piece of shit? 19... From day one? Well, Axl is... <laughs> I don't know him personally, but um, anyway. In, the, in Slash's book... Uh, 
Slash said Axel's always been this weird character type thing. Like, there was one... T- they were living together at his... Or staying at his grandma's house or what, slash his grandma's house. And one day Axel just told her to fuck off and then left. Wow. Um, so, yeah, Axel's always kind of been a prick. You don't say. But that's also kind of a singer thing. But, see, this is my Terminator. Like yeah. yeah. See, it's funny, too, because, like, um, was I can't remember. Oh, Donald. Because I guess Axl Rose has, like, meddled out in recent years. Yeah. Uh, Donald said he saw a tweet from him, like, retweeting some, something terrible. He goes, wow, and I thought I was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> something well, no, to that effect. Like, especially during this time for this and GNR Lies, which is basically two EPs just kind of slapped together and called an album. Um, and it was published under their Uzi Suicide record label. What a label. (laughs) You want to know what the the fucking logo is? Is It's basically like no arm chick tied to barbed wire with her tits hanging out and all that shit. Yeah, uh, that got banned. I get, wasn't that the original album cover or? No, that was, that the the album cover that's going to be the thumbnail for this is the original album cover with the robot and the fucking giant whatever the fuck. Yeah, when is. they were, I was reading into it, the story was like uh, they were going to release it, but like there was a lot of stories that were like, no. No, there's you, a tit on there. You got to change Can't that. Possibly. Like, you, you got, <laughs> that's the part that I was like, yeah. dude, there's something raping something <laughs> on this album cover. You can't use that. So then it goes to the cover. Probably when you think Guns N' Roses, you think of the cover with the skulls. Yeah, it's like and the cross and all that. Yeah, shows. it's a badass Which fucking was last minute. Um... For last minute, my god! <laughs> you fucking who would have thought they're like, oh, here it's good enough. And What's then even funnier is so if you look at the, I don't have the cover in front of me. I um, got it. I know what it looks like, but uh, off the top of your head, slash is at the bottom, right? And I didn't find this out until recently. So he's got the top hat and glasses, but what's he's mi- what's he missing? Uh, I don't know. His hair is not curly because oh. apparently Axel or somebody told him he couldn't fucking draw curly hair. <laughs> how hard is how hard is curly hair? Pretty hard to make uh, it look good. Oh, okay, <laughs> hard. Well, yeah. Meh. Here I am being like, here I am being a prick. I'm like, who heard that? <laughs> Guess not. It came out July 21st, 1987. But didn't get big until... Like a year later, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. It was one of those deals, those weird shit. Word of mouth. And then it blew up. Um, it's got like three fucking... I'd say probably three of their most famous songs on there. Sweet Child of Mine and Paradise City and Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jungle, Jungle. which... Uh, what, what was it? We were talking about uh, wrestling. Well, we got wrestling on in the background. Fucking Rick, the Steiner brothers came out to Welcome to the Jungle in early WCW and in New Japan. And then Rick Steiner comes out to a ripoff of it, <laughs> which I love. I play it to you. He goes, oh. And I was like, you were, it was, you were like, well, it, it's a different song. It's like, that's the point. They can't I obviously know. do a whole. I know. <laughs> it's it's, but it's not like just a cover. One of those things. Because technically, I thought covers were covered under copyright. Right. Or, protected from copyright no you gotta like pay them a certain like i've heard people say it's like it's literally you gotta just pay them like a flat fee and then you can do it or something like that like on youtube 
now this may be different. I highly doubt they even get rice. <laughs> right, but that's what I'm saying. Like I thought covers were protected or some shit. It's when it's, it's when you try to age. it's when you try to put them on like Spotify and like sell them. That's when you start yeah. getting in like murky waters, or it's like, uh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. My experience is I turned 15 with this album, so I was looking for harder music because up to that point it had been Kiss and Def Leppard. Okay, hold on, hold on. 15, and what year was this? It wasn't 87, of course. No. Yeah, I was about to say, wait, (laughs) how Uh, old are you? (laughs) Math off the top of your head, probably around, like, what, early 90s? No. Or not early 90s, like, early 2000s, yeah. So. Early 00s. Early titties. <laughs> Two O's is a titty. 2019 minus 15. So like 2004. Oh, damn. Something like that. Because like for the longest time I listened to whatever my dad listened to. Mm. And at the time it was, you know, Kiss, Def Leppard. Uh, at that time too I also had recently gotten into Iron Maiden and a couple other bands that I can't think of at the moment. Kill Switch Engage, but that was because of my friend Alex. Uh, System of a Down. Not at that time. That was 2007, eight. Uh, but yeah, so this album got me through high school. A lot of shit. Really? <laughs> Probably fucking caused more problems than <laughs> it should have. Wrong attitudes and oh you had a real like fuck you man that type deal yeah. well that was the whole paranoia against metal music or rock music like that it was just like it made kids fucking um say fuck you to your pa- to their parents it made them crazy it made them want to fucking sh- rebel rebel when it's like no they just want to listen to music you know <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sometimes it is. Yeah. Sometimes, for the most part, like ninety percent of the time. But like, there's always that dumbass ten percent. They're like, I'm gonna do something stupid. Right. <laughs> um. But yeah, this. Uh, <laughs> I'm hard pressed to find a song that I don't like, or that's considered filler. Because there are there's filler tracks. In oh yeah. Obviously, but. Um, yeah, so it's just like a lot of this stuff, like it's so easy. And uh, no, I didn't do heroin because that's what Brownstone's about. I hope uh, not. <laughs> God, out, out to get me. Uh, what else? Night train, all that stuff. That wasn't drinking. Here we but... go. Here we go. Many complain that its massive success with consumers was fostered by the taboo of sex, drugs, and rock and roll during the 1980s. When much of the culture atmosphere in the U.S. became informed by the Reagan-Bush administration, the AIDS crisis, and the popularity of MTV. Uh, Dave Link from Metal Hammer dismissed the album as an inferior mix of elements from bands such as Aerosmith, uh, Hanoi Rocks, and ACDC. Critics in England were po- more positive. Kerrang claimed that rock is at last being wrestled from the hands of the bland, the weak, the jaded, the tired, the worn, and being thrust back into the hands of the real uh, Ron Troubles. Yep. So... Well, met if with you look at them they all look like fucking outlaws <laughs> true like wild west outlaws. yeah so it's like really one of those mixed feelings and then like a year later people were like get that get but, that fucking like cork out of your ass like you have to think to about this. it in the context of the time the, the 1980s yeah because you had bands like poison and rat and like hair metal right glam metal yeah glam metal glam glam rock glam metal whatever the fuck you want to call it 
and uh, they like this was raw like a lot of these songs are based in some element that happened to them at some point oh my god yeah welcome to the jungle makes me want to kick somebody's ass that's how <laughs> fucking hyped it gets me just all i got here is that and shit it's, and it's like oh it's like i get chills thinking about because it. it's like it's got that awesome kick yeah it's the perfect fuck and i I've, it's a perfect opener. fucking opener it was like that that pretty much sets the stage for the damn album. It's like right. here the fuck we go. And I forget I because I've seen so much shit on this band. Um one of them said it's basically like their their journal for those three years that it took or two you know, two to three years of just this band of misfits and whatever, you know. Oh yeah, but before we did this episode, I've only known like the hits, like yep. "Welcome to the Jungle," "November Rain," and um, "Knocking on Heaven's Door," "Paradise yep. City." Yep. So like listening to this album, this is the first time I'm hearing like other stuff that no one talks about, or maybe they do, and I just I'm not listening. So, <laughs> which is most of the time, I fuck if people will be talking to me for like a good ten minutes. I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> what were you Ooh. talking about? Oh, who fuck. the fuck are you? It's okay, it happens to me too. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm just like, who the fuck is this sitting next to me talking to me? Like, and apparently they've been talking to me for the past ten minutes. I feel like a real asshole now. But no, songs that stand out like I never heard before was uh, Night Train, yep. It's So Easy, and yep. uh, Mr. Brownstone. Yep. I'm Michelle's pretty solid. Uh, and it's not like it's not super ballady because that's, no. that was also a thing during the eighties. It's like rock, 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 ballad, 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 like just filled with ballads and slow songs like Skid Row and fucking. I was about to say uh, 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 elaborate on ballad, like as in like slower kind of. Let's kind of. It's a love song. <laughs> like it's it's a sweet child of mine is the closest thing you get to a ballad. Yeah, I think yeah, that good point on this. Everything else, like I'm, everything else, it's like, uh, like literally, like fuck you, or fucking, like my or not my Michelle. Rocket Queen is literally about fucking, <laughs> and so is uh, fucking. What's the other one? Uh, anything goes. Anything goes is about fucking, and I fucking love it. <laughs> fucking love fucking. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's think about you is a song that I really like too. Oh, yeah. It's a sweeter song in a f- album full of volatile shit. This fucking album has a lot of accolades and awards. In 89, Rolling Stone ranked it 27th best album of the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, 62 on the 500 greatest albums of all time. Yep. Uh, Q, uh, Q Magazine named Appetite of Destruction as one of the 50 heaviest albums. 2004, Q Magazine also named it one of the greatest classic rock albums. 2003, VH1 named it uh, the 42nd greatest album. 02, uh, 59th on their top 100. Spin gave it... Uh, <laughs> Spin says it's number 18 on the top 100 of from 85 to 05. I was just about to ask you who that woman was. And that it just... Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Do 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 it's woman. Oh, that's it. It's Nancy Benoit. Woman. Uh, oh, you didn't get it. Yeah, that's Benoit. Yeah, she's... that's Benoit's wife before he stole Kevin Sullivan's. 
That is that is Sullivan's life. Oh, okay. I was, I, I was waiting for you to say that that was his wife before she stole her life or something like that. Like no. So anyway, um, 06, Q Magazine placed the album at number 10 in its 40 best albums of the 80s. 06, placed number 2 on Guitar World's Top 100. 2011, Australian radio station Triple M listed at number 1 in their 250 most life-changing albums. Mm. You can attest to that. Uh, 2012, Rolling Stone ranked it uh, 62nd greatest of all time. Slant ranked at number 37 of the best albums of the 80s, and in 2012, Clash added the album to its classic albums Hall of Fame. Oh, good. And of course, there's plenty of fucking uh, remastered and loaded fan editions with like all these cool little knickknacks and shit that they gave that was probably cost them like two bucks a thing, but you gave them 120 <laughs> because you're that in love with them. <laughs> but no, they they uh. <laughs> See if I can find it. Um, they did a giant 30th anniversary of Appetite for Destruction, where it was this giant ass leather. I just box. saw it. Yeah, yeah, right here. Oh, giant ass leather box. I wanted it so bad, but for a thousand dollars. Are you fucking kidding but me? But it's real leather, and you get real like custom made rings and shit. And uh, that, no, so. no. No, I go. I I balk at when like fucking video games want me to pay one hundred twenty dollars for shit. Like no, <laughs> look at Fallout seventy six is one hundred and twenty dollar thing. Oh my god, well, Greg. <laughs> first off, fuck seven Fallout seventy six. Second off, fuck Fallout four. Third off, Bethesda's going down the shitter. That helmet. You you heard about you read about the helmet? Yeah, it's yeah. infected with. <laughs> You may die. <laughs> right, and then there's Tim Jackoff sitting here with the helmet on in his underwear, just like, oh, I've been wearing this for like two years. Tim Jackoff got fucking stains in his underwear, just wearing tidy whities from like when he was like seven. Like he's the same pair. I just picture a guy kind of like you with the Stormtrooper helmet, yeah. but with the Fallout. He's just got this big-ass beer belly, tiny whiteies. This is, this is the look of me in the future. <laughs> this is the... My when, name's Tim. When I have, like, two... When I have, like, children, they're gonna, like, see this. And they're gonna be like, yep, that's Dad. Oh, uh, my God. It Racing ra- stripe in the back. It's oh. just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it, He's gonna die of pneumonia. It peaked at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 and the U.S. Billboard Hard Rock 200 or whatever the fuck you call that. Um, Poland did not like it. It was 20, <laughs> it was 21. It peaked at 21. Rude. Fucking rude Polish people. <laughs> Belgium is a, it's like ranked at number 11. Uh, Austria loved it at three. Dude, they were the hottest band in the world. Oh yeah, fucking uh, German love Germany loved them. New Zealand, it ranked at number one. Uh, let's see some more. UK loved them five. Switzerland five. Um, Nor- Norway nine. Italy five. Ireland seven. France seven. Uh, Deutschland. What? What? Where the Dutch is? Where are the Dutch is from? Deutschland. Dutchland, okay. Deutschland. Deutschland. Uh, three. Deutschland. Deutschland. 
Number seven in Canada, those damn Canadians. <laughs> fucking. Fucking Owen. Fucking <laughs> fucking Owen. Was... <laughs> How many times did it go platinum? I want to say it, got, it went platinum like way too many. Like, holy fucking shit, guys. No. I don't know why you need that many platinum albums. Because <laughs> they sold so many albums, so they're like, here, here, here's some platinums. Singles they released was It's So Easy, Welcome to Jungle, Sweet Child of Mine, Night Train, in Paradise City. Yep. Of course. It's th- So Easy, the music video wasn't allowed to play on MTV because it was literally them playing at a cat house with a bunch of strippers and naked women. Mm. And also, you know, uh, you think you're so cool, you can fuck off or whatever. I forget. It's been a minute, guys. <laughs> I love this album, so it's just like... It goes, it comes and goes. It comes and goes, like one day you just know everything, then when it, when it comes time to well, record, it's, it's like, it's fuck! Not, it's not even that, it's just like one of those things where it's like, yes, it's my fav- one of my favorite albums of all time, but you know, once you've listened to it so many times, you don't listen to it as much, unless oh, yeah. you're in a mood, or feeling that you're type of... You're in that of, sexy mood? Yep. You ever fucked to this album? Don't think so. No. I feel like I've had sex to Paradise City. Probably. I probably had sex to a couple songs on this album. Right. It makes sense to the, like, to a couple songs. Like Joe, who f- fucked to the whole fucking Slipknot album. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't know. Slipknot's more of, like, a gangbang situation. <laughs> like, fucking hardcore sex where you're just fucking pounding away. Yeah. Like, damn, guy, you gotta slow down. Smacking her, tying her down, you know, whatever. Sma- smack a bitch. Fucking, that's a song, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's gonna be people go, you don't know that song, because like I, I think it's like I know Tajiri came out to an ECW <laughs> smack a bitch. <laughs> Come out to crazy bitch. That's fine. Oh yeah. So of course, let's ask a question. Our right, Joe, God, turning this it person, the person sitting across from me at the table. Wrestling theme, your wrestler theme from this album. What are you coming out to? Let's see. I have a twist on this question. So, if you're a woman wrestler, which one do you come out to? And if you're a male wrestler, which one do you come out to? Well, what does it matter? Do they not listen to the same songs? <laughs> Maybe not, but they have different preferences. I don't fucking know. Anyway. I, um, feel, I, I feel like plenty of women would come out to Welcome to the Jungle, as would I. <laughs> I'm probably doing Night Train or It's So Easy. I'm going to go with Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> I'm just going to pick the obvious one. I don't give a shit. I still love, was it the, the Drunk in Your House? You were like, when we were talking about this, you were just dropping all these different slash bands, and then finally I think it was Joe goes, well, do Appetite of Destruction. And you're like, well, I didn't want to be so like on the nose or something. It's like, dude, you just drop slashes other shit. Why not Guns and Roses? <laughs> just do it. Let's do it, man. Let's have I've the, heard, heard Sweet Child and Welcome to the Jungle in Paradise City like odd infinite items. So it's just Yeah, like, fucking So Paradise City, my uh my nephew's music taste is weird as most kids' music tastes are weird. As most people's. Right. Well, kids especially because when I was a kid I was like there was like literally no rhythm. Like, to what songs I listen to. I remember listening to Seal because of Batman Forever. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too, actually, to because of Batman Forever, because I had the VHS tape. Um, there was a couple songs, but, like, 
so my nephew mostly listens to like hip hop and shit because my mom or my sister is a huge into rap and shit. Um, and of course, current songs, my fucking Braylon's favorite. Is fa- it like rap rap or is it like mumble rap? I would say both. Yeah, both. he he, because like he likes like guys at work play mumble rap, and I'm just like. My yeah, cause like uh, and then there's the songs that like all kids like, like yeah. like um, that's that sunflower song from Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Oh, do you know how many kids love that fucking song? Yeah. Every kid that comes to my chair when that song comes on, they they get excited. <laughs> uh, that that one uh, take my horse to the hometown roll, whatever. Kids, they love that shit, dude. My my Braylon will just sing it. And just constantly sing it. <laughs> Guns N' Roses came on. It was Paradise City. Mm-hmm. He went home that night, and my sister texted me. Goes, "What the hell did you? What the hell were you listening to around my kid?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "He keeps saying, oh, won't you please take me home?'" <laughs> he would be like, "Oh, won't you please take me home?'" <laughs> and like he keeps saying it over and over and over. I'm like. I was like, oh, I was listening to Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. And she goes, I knew, I knew. <laughs> she goes, I knew I heard that from somewhere. I just couldn't think of it. And then, it was, and then like, he'd also hear Queen and, like, especially We Will Rock You. Yeah. Kids love that song, too. The, yeah. The fucking clapping part. Like, I guess he would do it on the couch to yeah. hit the fucking cushions. Well, Paradise, yeah, Paradise City. Every now and again, we'll be driving. Can you turn on Paradise City? Or I'd have Welcome to the Jungle. He would catch when gun, he would catch when like he'd recognize the the, the gu- guitar. He'd recognize the instruments. He'd recognize Axel's voice. And like mm. it doesn't matter what song is on. Can we listen to Paradise City? It was like Welcome to the Jungle was on. He goes, Can we listen to Paradise City? <laughs> I'm like, We will. But let me listen to this one first. Then like um, he he would like he I don't know how he'd figure this out. He'd find the music videos to these. So, like, he was, like, watch... He would watch... Some of my... I don't know. Like, I really like Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Music video. Because this is the fun of talking about fucking 80s and early 90s fucking bands is they had music videos. And they were weird. Um, So, like, Paradise City's fun because that's them at Donington in 88 and they just filmed them playing backstage and all that jazz um but yeah they had cool i don't know welcome to the jungle cool videos cool yeah video and so he sees the video and like now and he gets on this kick i want long hair like axel rose <laughs> and it's like and then like uh he'll see some queen videos and i want to say the queen songs he was listening to is when freddie had long hair he goes i want i want hair like freddie mercury <laughs> Just like, oh, I thought you were gonna say I want a mustache. <laughs> uh, uh, he's up. He want no, no. He when he was growing up, he's like I want to be like like Danta, <laughs> like Danta. He would chase like old guys like white beards, going Danta, Danta, Danta. I remember when I was a kid, I wanted long hair because of Bret Hart. And nice. I don't remember. My mom never let it go past like here shoulders. Yeah. I'm trying to remember when I decided to grow my hair out. I just, I think I just, I got lazy and they're like, want to get a haircut? I'm like, no. This is like the third time. Oh, uh, I had like, um, I had like that mom cut forever and then like mm-hmm. it finally grew. And then like, I just like, dude, I'm growing my hair. And I finally decided like, look, I'm going to have long hair. I remember one, or it was before I went to art school. Um, some late, or some woman we knew, I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to be an asshole. Um, 
but I cut my hair because right before I went off to college, like, moved to Chicago for six months away from my parents for the first time, being on my own, fucking got my hair cut real, like, short and shit. And she's like, oh, good, you finally grew up. I was like... Fuck oh, you! Wow, wow. Yeah. what a yeah. dick! Now you look more professional, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, fuck off. That's terrible. Fuck you. I hate people like that, where it's like... It's a way... It's a, it's, Hair is expression, man. And it's not... Like, it's... It's one of those, it's like, like, whatever, man. Right, it's like, it's one of those, like... Not to sound like a hippie, but... Right, like, whatever, we, man. We keep using man, and I keep thinking of Leo from that 70s show. Right. Why don't you go back to Canada, man? <laughs> it's, it's so silly, though. It's like, why do people get such a fucking hard-on over some of this stuff? Where I'm like, really? Like certain tattoos I could understand, but, like, like hair? If, you, if, see, if you got a tattoo of a dude blowing a fucking pig or something, that's different. <laughs> Or, or a woman's, or a woman's vag, which I've seen. Like, yeah, someone said like instead of oh, what was it? Instead of getting a tattoo of her name, they got a tattoo of her vag. It was like, but the literally they had her spread like spread right. spread eagle. Yeah, yeah and she, and the tattoo artist should just turn around and go back, turn around, and go back. Fuck? I'm like, or that that picture of that lady with her vagina tattooed. Vagina. <laughs> Virginer, Virginer, uh, tattooed in her armpit. Oh, why? Like, why? I've heard of armpit jobs. I wonder if that's why, or if she's just weird. Probably, probably both. I feel like anybody that does. No, you shouldn't kink shame unless it involves children. Then you should kink shame. <laughs> now, is the armpit like dry, or do they lube it up, or I mean, does she get sweaty first? I don't know. I don't. I, I can't say. I this if is, Joe would know about this. Right. So say Joe probably knows. <laughs> it's like uh, I, this isn't stuff I Google because like I I don't want to see it. I don't want to know. And, like I've I've seen thigh fucking. That's fine. That's whatever. A little weird. It's a little. It's like well, just just stick it in. It's right there. But <laughs> in between the thighs. Yeah. I, I guess. But uh, mostly because I like thighs. But it's like armpits are gross. <laughs> like. There's fucking nasty ass fucking smells and. But Greg sore booty holes. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. You got me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So armpits not looking too bad, huh? No. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> so armpits are looking too bad now, huh? get on this subject <laughs> we talk about fucking my nephew in love with like Axl Rose and now we're talking about fucking arm, armpit fucking like why I don't know but Think- fucking IRS's goddamn onesie is goddamn terrible yeah fucking god <laughs> it's awful oh jeez so okay back to entrance we already did the entrance yeah so uh, top five from the album Top five. I'm just gonna put most of the albums on this concert. Uh, let's see. Number five. I don't know. I'm not gonna do. I'm gonna be yeah, just, I, I, I'm never gonna order. do these in order. Um, I'm gonna do Night Train, Brownstone. It's so easy. That's three. Um, I really wait. I said, It's So Easy, Brownstone. What else? Oh, fuck. Night Train. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. Uh, Night Train. 
And then I'll do Paradise City. And then I'm going to say Sweet Child because I wanted to learn to play that song like pitch perfectly since forever. Especially the the second guitar solo. Right. The one where it goes all fucking... <laughs> what a description. Yeah. Where he fucking noodles all Were you... Goddamn... Were you a Guitar Hero player? Yes. Okay. And did you, like, master that fucking thing? Or... I attempted... I got 100% on hard, never on expert. Because like, I assume... For a sweet child of mine. Right, I as I that. say, you can't tell... There's gotta... There's had to have been a shit ton of, like, Guns N' Roses. Fun Guitar Hero story, which really isn't that fun. So, Guitar Hero <laughs> 3... Yeah, I just pulled a Greg. It's fine, guys. <laughs> you'll see, you'll hear that later. Um, anyway, Guitar Hero 3 had Slash on it, and I didn't have a Guitar Hero controller anymore. Oh, no. So my buddy lent me his Guitar Hero 3 without a controller. So I beat that entire fucking game with the goddamn PS2 controller, including fucking Devil Went Down to Georgia, which is fucking hard it <laughs> sounds terrible most of it was pretty easy and then it was like devil went down to georgia and you got a fucking ridiculous <laughs> just imagine fucking you get arthritis afterward you're like your finger, your fingers are all crippled up and just crooked like what or the fuck happened trying to play dragon force on a controller fuck that noise. jesus <laughs> And there's people out there playing Dark Souls on goddamn Rock Band drum sets. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's a thing? That's a thing. Oh my god. Dark Souls on a goddamn Rock Band drum set. Fuck off. Did you watch the world burn when the Guitar Hero Live came out? No. Oh my god. <laughs> I just remember the Guitar Hero Live trailer. That's the one for PS4, right? Yep. Yeah. I just saw the set list. Yep. Set like, list, yeah, and it has Carrie Underwood and fucking somebody else that I was like, you can just fuck off. That's not even Guitar Boy and yeah. shit. Yeah, I was New Lincoln Park just barf. My friend uh, James, he bought it, and we were all we got we got together to watch him play it yep. or and like trade off, and we're like, yeah, let's pick some songs. And I was like, why can't you pick a song? And then come to find out you had to pay, and even then, you still can't pick a song. It's randomized. You had to pay, like, a monthly fee. And just last year, Fuck. they canceled that service. <laughs> so now all your... Because, like, the service, you get any song in the world. Yeah. But now you, you're just stuck with these 30 songs on there. So... At least Rock Band has a goddamn decency just to re-release and be like, here's all these songs, but as DLC. Yeah. But that's a way better... Fucking yeah, this was. I'm just watching this in horror, going, "What the fuck is this shit? It's terrible. Activision it's so so bad." I went to Dollar General and saw a guitar, like Guitar Hero live set there <laughs> for like fifty bucks fuck at that. Dollar General. Fuck that. That's dumb. That's terrible. That's where video games go to die. Is when you go buy a game from Dollar Fallout, General. Fallout seventy six oh. or any got. Goddamn man game. My god. If I see That's one, a whole rant for If I see one more fucking 
Madden game for the N64. I'm going to fucking throw a fit. Because, like, I cannot look at an N64. It's so funny going to disc replay. Yeah. And then you see those bins. You're like, oh, I might find some cool shit. Fuck no. All it's goddamn NBA games. and MLB. Games, yep. It's just like... Terrible. Ugh. See, people want to want to have a campaign of smashing the original Shaq Fu. We need a campaign of smashing these fucking sports games, games, guys. Come on. Like, we could literally chuck this stuff. They literally use... Sports games are literally used for their shells. When people want to make those, like, ROMs or RAMs or whatever the fuck you call them. Homebrew games. Yeah. Crack, just crack the shell, brother. Throw the fucking motherboard that's inside away and put the new one in. Pop that shell back on. Peel the sticker off. Put a new sticker on. Really off topic. Yes. So my top five... <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle, Paradise City, Sweet Child of Mine, It's So Easy, and Night Train. <laughs> that would be my five. Really like Bro- uh, um There's a version of Paradise City that slashed it on his first solo record where he just got a bunch of fucking random vocalists and shit. Yeah, wasn't it like fucking Cypress Hill? Cypress like- Hill and fucking Fergie. And I like it. I don't <laughs> care. You can suck... Suck, suck my toad. <laughs> if I had a toad, you could suck my a toad. A toad? I said yeah, toad. I know you said toad, but I was like, I'm just going to turn it to toad. Yeah. You can <laughs> suck a toad. Suck a toad. Like fucking that Family Guy episode where you lick it lick it and go high. Or the... I thought that was South Park. No, no. There's also the Hypno Toad. That's Cats. Because the cat piss. There's a foot and the fractured but whole. You fucking um. There's a little ability you could use, and Gerald will like come in with the fucking heavy metal like bomber. <laughs> it's fucking it's awesome. Made out of tits. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I love God. There, we gotta do some South Park episodes. We could do Chef Aid for discography. <laughs> We got Ozzy Osbourne, Elton John, fucking hell yeah, let's do Chef Aid. You were, uh, you were talking about Queen. I don't know, Queen, like, I'm not a huge Queen fan, but I really dig The Show Must Go On. Oh, yeah. Like, even though halfway through, Freddy's dead. Right, he's like, yeah, he, I love that fucking story, though. It's like, he's like, he's literally, like, frail, he's in a wheelchair, but he's fucking singing as if he was in his, like, as if he was just starting again, like, yeah. That's amazing, man. And um, the the I like this lineup for Guns because it'll change later. Because Stephen, after Lies, gets kicked out of the band because he has drug problems, which is kind of ironic because they all right have fucking Are you drug fucking kidding? problems. But I guess to my to my thing uh, is like if you're gonna do drugs, then you better be able to show up on time and do your job. Right. And I'm guessing. The rest of them could do that. Steven couldn't. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just weird. This is my favorite lineup. Um, especially if you, this is on YouTube, too. So, if you want to check this out on YouTube, which Here. is the Ritz in New York. Here it is. Hey. This is when you summon Gerald. Nice. Oh, hang on. You'll see what it actually is, though. <laughs> I love 
love that game so fucking much. <laughs> There's another one. You summon fucking Jimbo and Ned. It's coming right for us! <laughs> fucking blow them all to hell. <laughs> so, Zach, your plugs for this episode. Uh, Twitter at Noir1930, Instagram at Noir1930, uh, go buy this album. Go buy the album. Or buy the thousand dollar set. <laughs> Get that leather. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I, funny enough, I've seen them twice. Um. Oh, I should have asked you that. Like, yeah, like. Do, we're still going. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Go, go to um, that. I've seen them twice. I think the first time. It cost me almost five hundred, like five hundred dollars. What in year? Total, twenty sixteen. And what venue? Uh, Soldier Field. Damn. Yeah, I could see that being five hundred on the on the floor. Nice on the floor. Um, and then in twenty was it twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen? I think it was twenty seventeen. Um, I saw them at the C, not the Sears Center, United Center. Nice in Chicago with my dad. Um, so in total, I've spent at least almost $1,200. Oh, yeah. They're fuck, um, probably fucking worth it. How are the concerts? Great. I really liked it. I mean, the second time I saw them, because this is a three-hour show. Oh. Both times. First time, I didn't. No warm-ups? Uh, for Soldier Field, it was uh, Alice in Chains. Oh, I oh, <laughs> oh! I would so I go see Alice that so hard. Then, uh, guns for three hours, but the second time, it's a different feeling because out in the open, you know, it's like whatever, and it was the first time. But the second time, it's like okay, now I'm feeling. You're <laughs> packed in a real building, huge yeah. building. Um, even still, Soldier Field. It's like I don't know if you've ever been. Probably no. not. Um, but it's this giant ass place. There were people all like fucking all the to way the back in wow. the back, like nosebleed, like <laughs> fucking concert is this big? <laughs> See the actual people. Yeah, when I saw Manson and Zombie, I'm like, I went. When my friend was at a friend of mine was at the very top, and I went up, mm. and I was like, okay, they, I mean, we could, you could see the stage, but like the people again, <laughs> they're like. Three inches, not even. But I was like, I, but I was like, yeah, I don't regret getting floor. I don't, I don't, oh no. no, like I, I'm happy, and if they, uh, if I have the money and they come around again, I'll definitely. I was go. trying to find, uh, just I was trying to see if Dead Sarah was coming around the area because I really want to go see them. Um, they were actually in a festival with Guns and Roses, like one of the openers for the guns for this festival of Guns and Roses. Yeah. I can't remember where they're at though. I don't like anywhere near here. <laughs> so, yeah, because, like, if they were anywhere near here, I'm sure you would probably get going. You'd probably go if I you could. I would try. Like, that's the thing. Tickets tickets are fucking expensive. Yeah. I want to go to a Rock USA festival because they're only, like, $80 for three days. Mm-hmm. And they got some names. I'd like to go to Download. There was uh, Open Air Fest. Nice. Something like that. I don't remember. Um but yeah, I'll have to show you pictures. And I took videos, but I think I got them all off my phone. So I'll edit out the first the first plug. Go ahead and give me a plug, Zach. <laughs> uh, or you could... Never mind. Um, anyway. Fuck that. That's too much work. <laughs> Just say it again. <laughs> that's what I... I was like, yeah, that's going to happen. Uh, so Twitter, Noir1930. You can at me or don't. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Instagram, 
Same thing. Any slash questions, ask him. He'll probably got you an answer. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Um, No. Anything (laughs) else? Oh, you can catch me on Animation Anonymous and Drunk in Your House um, on the Shell Shock Network. There you go. Okay. (laughs) I love that. I think I'm the only one who who knows it, who knows, like, who says Shell Shock Network, like, without an issue. (laughs) Everybody else that tries to say it, they're like, "Well, because it's the shell part," and then it's like, "Shock, <laughs> shock." Well, there was the the uh, I think it was one of the first drunk in your houses, maybe one of the first ones we did, and I didn't realize that it was shell shock because I thought it was just shell pod. Yeah, and shell shock to me is Ninja Turtles. Yes, from turtles in time because whenever you lose all your you get you lose your life or whatever the turtles sit down and go oh shell shock and then that's so that's why i was you know yeah that's why I, funny story I, I didn't i didn't get the name from turtles really i got the name because it's from a video game my dad had... And Shell it, shock Vietnam? Yes. My dad was fucking... Like, this is like... I've never seen him invested in a video game mm-hmm. until this game. And, like... So, like, when I was thinking of, like, our wrestler name, I came up with Shell Shock from mm-hmm. that video game. And then, of course, I, as I was growing older, I was realizing, I don't think I should become a wrestler. <laughs> or, <laughs> I think I should not do that. I... I did. I launched Shell Pod, and I'm trying to think. It's like, what should we do? F- and then, like, we w- that's when Donald and James had the idea for a sports show, and I'm like, nerds. Um, it was like Shell Shock Network. <laughs> there we go. So that so then it spanned from there. So, and oh, then also, if that fan that I don't know if he hit you up on Twitter, it was on Instagram. Instagram. Um, you should let us know what else you'd be interested in as far as. Oh, oh, he did. Topics. He did. Um, I got it pulled up. I actually told him I'd talk to you, which I wish Joe was here because I'll, I'll send the screenshot, though. He said, if I can get it. Because there's actually a couple movies. I don't, well, one requires you to watch 24 episodes of an anime, so I don't Which know. one? Evangelion, Neon Genesis. I mean, I'd do it. Giant Robots. Robots. You think Joe would, though? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. But it's depressing as shit. Oh, great. But it's good. <laughs> I like it. I'm sure. Okay, so we have... He goes... <clears throat> uh, he goes, can I suggest some TV shows and our movies that are different genres, not just animated? And I was like, yeah, go for it. He goes, Doctor Who. Pass. Power Rangers. Maybe. Pokemon. Maybe. There you go. I don't know. Like, I've seen all of, like, the the Gen 1 where it's, like, Brock, Misty. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that'd probably be the one you it's guys not, be up for. After not, that, yeah. It's not, like, burned into my memory. I think I have more, more memories of fucking playing Red and Blue. Right, playing the game <laughs> over the fucking... Anime, I just remember. Because, like, even with Yu-Gi-Oh, after a certain point, at a young age, you realize... They're just going to win. 
After uh, the second show, GX, I was like, okay, I'm done with Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I'll still play it, but I'm done watching Because there was Joey Joey versus Kaiba? Kaiba, that sounds right. Something like that. And it's like, oh no, the end of the thing and Flame Swordsman's dead and some shit. And you're like, yeah, okay. And then next, you tune in because to confirm your suspicion. And then it's just like, red eyes, black dragon, boosh! Goes his life points, and you're like, oh, okay, so that is how the show works. <laughs> Fuck me. I love <laughs> I was watching a YouTuber. Uh, yeah. This is when, before he got bigger, so, like, he was still, he was still, he was big at the time still, but he wasn't that massive. Um, he was playing this game, and, like, every time he died, you get this annoying voice, you died! <laughs> so, he just goes, you died! <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> fell into my trap card! <laughs> So, uh, so maybe for, for this fan, since he suggested shit, we could do the first movie. First movie? The Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah! I'm down. <laughs> Hell the fuck yeah, dude. Pokemon. 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 Yep. Dude, that used to piss me the fuck off <laughs> when adults would do that. And my dad would do it constantly. And it pissed me off. Like, stop it, Grow- Pokemon. Growing up. So this is completely off the rails. I've go. done another fucking <laughs> outro and we're back on this. <laughs> I won't make you do it again. <laughs> anyway, but I remember being in grade school, six, like third through sixth grade, no Pokemon cards. <laughs> and no playing the Pokemans. Was this your parents or teachers? Teachers. Oh my god. I'm and then trying fucking, to remember if anything got banned at You know that school. meme where it's like, what Pokemon is it? And then like it'll have Spider-Man and Uncle Ben or some shit. <laughs> there it's- was Kids W it was on Kids WB. What's the Pokemon? And it's got Pikachu. It's Batman! What the fuck? <laughs> it's Pikachu! Clifford! <laughs> fuck! <laughs> so. Fucking hell. If you want to support us, uh, follow it's us. It's Rhydon. What? Follow us on Twitter. Oh, okay, he's in the back. Follow us on Twitter at ShellShackNet. Follow me personally at GunnaLive35, as well as check out our other podcasts such as Why The Shell Pod. <laughs> No! No! <laughs> you ruined the four horsemen. <laughs> Fuck you! Uh, I'm done. No outro, we're done. Thank you for listening to our first episode of Discography. <laughs> this is a great episode. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs>